What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Talk with Kara Jones. Today, we are talking about real estate once again. And as the new year is coming up, we wanted to give you guys some tips about how to become a homeowner this year. And even if it's not this coming year, eventually. But I am going to give you guys the number one tip just right off the bat. So if you don't listen to anything and you only listen to the first one minute, at least you will get something out of this. But my tip for you is to talk to a professional because there's so much information on the internet. And I feel like if you don't know your specific scenario when you're looking at the stuff on the internet, like you never know if it applies to you. So there's all that stuff about like down payment. Yep. You might not qualify. So knowing like what you should be saving, knowing how you should be saving and just specifics addressed to you is so important for becoming a homeowner in the new year or even in the next five years. So number one tip, the gold nugget of the episode, talk to a professional. And that is why we've got my plan B (laughs) lender here. Just kidding. He is fabulous. But that's why we got Tyler here. So why don't you take it away? Talk sure. about who you are, your experience in mortgage, and then maybe how we met. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Tyler Madigan. I'm a loan officer. Um, I've been in this business now for about four and a half years and kind of seen it all, I suppose, if you will. Like I got tossed in during COVID kind of in the in the deep end, a sink or swim. No, thank you. Yep, yep. and um, it's been kind of a roller coaster since. But uh, you know, Carol, you're absolutely right. Like, there, everyone's situation is going to be slightly different, um, and so I think talking to a professional definitely is our, is the number one tip. Whether it's a loan officer or a realtor, there we work hand in hand, and so getting connected with somebody is better than just no. trying to Google it. So, yeah. Uh, but we met through a mutual friend yep. who was looking to buy a home when they had the the California Down Payment Assistance Program, um, the Dream for All program came out. And we kind of found out that <clears throat> we sort of have crossing over friend groups from, well, since you're, you were in high, high school, school, right? Yeah, yeah so kind of wild. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so high school mutual <clears throat> friend brought us together. Yep. Unfortunately, we didn't get that house because yep. the Dream for All program was bananas. Yep. Um absolute chaos and it is maybe coming back it is coming back it's supposed to be coming back but we don't know yeah they i'm on the i'm on the update list but they just keep saying it's coming eventually and i feel like that's everything yeah it's always like oh it's coming soon and then like four years later the construction's done or whatever it was yeah but this is a perfect point on like why like our tip number one right talk to a professional is so important because that was so advertised, but there's so many other down payment assistance options available that people don't know about. So yeah, yeah. You just talk and to somebody. And there's like little caveats that come with each of them. Like you may yeah. have to pay X amount back or right. you need to do this type of loan with it or, you know, exactly. whatever it is. And even I don't know them all. Like I'm not a lender, which is yeah. why I heavily rely on my lenders because I don't know the information. Like I know as much as I need to know in real estate, like lending side, but like, I don't know it all either. So like, even sometimes I watch videos on the internet and I'll send it to you guys and be like, is this real? Like, (laughs) is this actually a program? I didn't know. I've had that happen so many times. Different agents will send me like, Hey, does this, is this real? Does this make sense? And I'm like, yeah. 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 And like, (laughs) no one's censoring what people post on the internet anymore. So like, I don't know why so many people are like, I mean, people are going to watch this off the internet, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> who, are, who are we to yeah, talk? Who are we? <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like there's so much information out there. Like people get caught up in like, I'm going to find everything online and then never, like they'll find the house they want to buy and then yeah. they'll be like, oh shit, maybe I should find a realtor. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. You should have got approved like six months ago, bro. Yep. You know, I don't yep. know. I just think it's wild. Oh, absolutely. It's insane. But I mean, so, but it's easy for that. us to say that on yeah. our side of the business, you know, and, and it's obviously yeah. we're licensed and have the experience. Yeah. But um, I always think about that when like my friends come to me and yeah. they obviously don't know much about real estate. And I knew nothing before I got in this profession. I talked oh, about yeah. this last week. <laughs> yeah. Like I jumped in just full send, no idea about anything. Like mm -hmm. obviously I'd never bought a home. I was 23 at the time. Like I didn't know anything, maybe 24. I don't know. I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's crazy how little knowledge people have about real estate. So it's so easy for me to be like, oh, talk to someone like, duh. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, like I probably wouldn't have talked to someone either, which is like why I want this podcast so that I can be like, hey, like, you know, make sure you're talking to someone. Oh, I totally feel it. I mean, I didn't even know what a loan officer was when I became one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. How it's did crazy. you fall into <laughs> so is it a great. Long story? No, not really. It, okay. It's a great question though. Um, so I was I was bartending, okay. um, and I had a regular who was an architect, and I got to talking to him. And I was in college at the time studying real estate finance. Okay. And um, my envision was that I was going to go into like some sort of investment world. Okay. And so I started talking to this regular, and he was like, "Oh, if you're if you're studying real estate finance, like you need to talk to my broker buddy who has a real estate mortgage company." So I went and talked to him and he was like, do you want to be a loan officer? And I was like, sign me up. And that, that was it. That's how I started. And you know what's started. funny? Like they want everyone they can get because they oh, yeah. make money off of you. Yep. Like brokers got it good. Yep. They do. And you were like, just, you felt victim and I had no as idea. a young man. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I want yeah. a job. Yeah. And, and thankfully it was, it was a good spot. Like I had a great opportunity to learn a lot. Like I, I was yeah. placed underneath our top producer at the time. That's amazing. Yeah. And so like, I just... I got really, really fortunate for that introduction, but yeah, kind of wild, huh? Yeah. 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 You don't, everyone's like, oh, do you have a job lined up in Texas and real estate? I'm like, dude, anyone will take me. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, I am the cream of the crop. Yeah. They want me. Yeah. But you got to, it's like reverse job searching in this industry. Like yeah. you got to pick them in a sense. Oh, hundred percent. And I, and if I, I mean, and this is off topic, I suppose, but if I could do it all over again, or if there was like a real, another agent or something like that, that was listening to this. I would really recommend like interview a handful of, of companies before you pick one. I didn't either. I, I went one and I signed the papers like the next yes, day. Yes. I loved my manager and I'm like, yep. sold. Yep. That's literally how it was for me too. And, and I mean, like, I don't regret it, but yeah. I do wish that I had talked to a few other people yeah. first. And like, I think you don't really understand that everyone in this industry has like a good personality for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Like, that's how you survive in this industry is yeah. your personality. So like the fact that I liked my manager off first talk, it's mm -hmm. like, well, no shit. Like, yeah. you're in the industry. <laughs> yeah. I should probably like you. But anyways, let's get back on track. We are going to give you, what, five tips? Yeah, five tips. Maybe. Five tips-ish. Maybe a couple bonus. Yes. We'll um, of things you should be doing to prepare for home ownership in 2024. And even if you're not looking to buy, because buying honestly isn't for everyone, mm -hmm. um, some of these tips are good just like financially. It'll get you in track. And it could apply to you in like five years. Yeah. So real estate's always going to be there. It's never going away. And if it doesn't fit you for 2024 in your vision board or your manifestations, <laughs> then 2025. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you want to start us off since you're on the finance side with kind of the best thing to do finance wise. Absolutely. So, I mean, we, so tip number one, we've already kind of said is, yes. is talk to a professional, um, whether that's a loan officer or a realtor. Uh, but besides that, tip number two would be, for me at least, would be to save as much money as possible. Now, there are <clears throat> there are a lot of options available, and a lot of people actually think that you need to put more money down than you actually do. 
Um, but there's always those like little things that are coming gonna come up. You know, you're gonna have to order an appraisal, you're gonna have to pay for inspections. Once you get into a home, you're gonna want to buy new furniture. Like yeah. it's inevitable. Things what like that. What happens when happen. your washer breaks? You right. Buy exactly. A new one. <laughs> well, hopefully you have a good home warranty at that yes. point. But okay. but yes, I but, will negotiate that in the contract. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I that's my number one thing is save, save, save as much as you can. Um, obviously, we don't want to drain you dry. It's never our it's never our intention to use all your money towards purchasing a home. Yeah. But having a little bit of a cushion is super helpful. What's interesting is I feel like nowadays a lot of people are spending like their last dollar to get into a home. Yep. Like more and more often I'm seeing like everyone is like, this is my savings. I've got $15,000. You're going to get me in a home. And I'm yeah. like, okay, and you're going to have $500 for your leftover? Like, yeah. are you going to eat? Like, yeah. you know, so I feel like some tips on that. It's like, don't fall victim to consumer culture, right? Like mm -hmm. it's so big. I'm super heavy on social media. So like, I'm on TikTok all the time, and it's like TikTok shop, TikTok shop, Amazon storefront. <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I like that. I like that. Yep. Yeah. And you I get those like, like Instagram yes, uh, sponsor posts. Oh my God. Yeah. I will literally be like, cell phone case. Yeah. And then every ad on Instagram is like, cell phone case, cell phone case, cell phone. You're going to get them like, now. Oh, yeah. I'll let you guys know if I yeah. get them. But I feel like, in order to save, you have to be like, okay, my goal is to buy a house. Like, I'm mm -hmm. going to save money. Like, where can I cut my costs? Yeah. Consumer cultures, easy. Like, yeah. you don't need to look rich, like, ever, yeah. you know? Like, looking rich is never better than being rich. And, like, investing in real estate is something that's going to help you be rich later. So, yeah. like, why would you not cut your costs now to... 100%, right? If it's, if it's a goal of yours, like you gotta, you gotta start taking those steps. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize too, you can actually tap into some of like, if you have like a retirement plan that, that your work provides you or whatever, oh, yeah, you can tap into that. Yeah. I mean, and you can use it ta without paying taxes. But a lot yeah. of people don't know that. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things too, right? If I use your entire 401k to buy a home and you don't have anything else saved up, that's yeah. a tough spot to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not ideal, especially nowadays. Cause you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like other things, you know, that are easy, like high yield savings. Like that's yep. just a simple way. You could just be throwing like, even yep. if it's 50 bucks a month yep. and it's appreciating on itself, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, there's one other thing I want to talk about of saving and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, <laughs> cutting your like major costs, like mm. car loans or yep. rent. Like you don't need to live in the most lavish place. Yeah. Like, cut your <laughs> rent down. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was spending like about $2,300 a month for rent. Yeah. last year and I was like I'm literally falling victim to my own words like what am I doing you know I know and I so understand I'm, I moved it, out and I'm paying half the rent now right which right. like it's not a nice place I'll tell you that <laughs> I ain't gonna show you guys because it's not a nice place I feel it though but I'm saving so much money yeah and I'm yeah. like I should have listened to my advice a year ago yep. yeah you know so yeah. I totally get it I have a good I have a really good friend of mine too and and she's she's probably about our age and she has this, like, her whole thing, too, was she's like, I'm young. I'm going to spend the money to have a nice place now that, like, is in the middle of Midtown or whatever. Yeah. And it's, I totally get it. But if home ownership is your goal, Not yeah, you got you to gotta cut back on some of those expenses. Yeah. I know. I was like, I'm doing this for a year, and I got to yeah. go. I got to yeah. be smart. Yeah. I was like, I'm 26 years old. I need to act like an adult. I'm right. Like, yeah. <laughs> just it was great while it lasted, but it's such an easy, like, rent, I'm saving almost $1,200 a month now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which is and that's like, huge. That's a whole down payment with FHA in one year. In one year. Oh, absolutely. So in one year you got enough. Yeah. Like 
you don't realize how much it adds up until you're like seeing it in your savings and in your high yield savings. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, I'm doing all right. Yeah. You know? So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Finances like key. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I feel like that's definitely tip number two. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Which leads us into tip number three. Wow. <laughs> we look like we planned this. I we know, right? I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so tip number three is credit score. Work on your credit. Cause it kind of goes, it does kind of go hand in hand with savings. Um, your credit score has a pretty big impact on not only what interest rate you can qualify for, but also what products are available to you. Mm. And so that's like one of those ones, if you can start kind of cutting back on some of your credit expenditures, that's going to help your score. I mean, we credit is one of those crazy animals that we could talk Talk for an hour just about how to get the perfect credit score. But, and that's, this is not the episode for that, but, um, (laughs) but anything you can do to work on improving your credit is that's going to help you long-term, no matter if it's house buying or otherwise. Yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it applies to everything. And, like, just life, life, um, like, being relaxed in life. Like, yeah. you're not like, oh, I have so much debt. My credit's so bad. Like, yeah. you're just, like, relaxed, you know? Bonus tip, sorry, bonus tip on that, though, is, like, also don't be afraid of credit. Like, I've met, yeah. I've met some people while I'm doing a, it to, yeah. yeah, or, or I'm going through a pre-approval process with someone who's, like, almost 30 years old, and they have no credit at all and that's wild to me i mean like we don't teach it enough in our in our education system Honestly, we really don't but I, I didn't know what a credit card was till my parents cut me yeah. off and then i was like <laughs> Shit, i need to figure out how to like do life I yeah was like, okay i have a debit card like mm-hmm. i don't understand the concept of a credit card like i vividly remember this moment sitting in my room and i was like googling like what is a credit card? <laughs> and like for the longest time i did not understand and like one of my friends last year mm-hmm. just got her first credit card yeah and i'm like I have like four now. Yeah. They each got their own benefit. Like, you know, I'm tapping into each resource, like using them to my advantage, but you don't learn. Yep. Yep. I mean, we did, I mean, I have got friends that did the same thing. So, like literally within the last 12 to 24 months yeah. got their first credit card. They're like, how do I do this? Yeah. Like, what is this? And, and, you know, like, and it's like so scared. I remember them being so scared about it. Like, and it was like, you know, thousand dollar credit card limit yeah. or something like that. They'll and they're like, like $2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One meal a month. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I feel like everything I've learned in like adult world has been like a sink or swim moment. Oh, and yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I got to swim somehow. Yep. Like Google. <laughs> <laughs> I fall victim to Internet information. I'm oh, like, yeah. What yeah. do I do? Yep. And there's so many like, yeah, that's. DM me if you want more information on uh, on credit okay. because I, that's a whole other story we could talk about. Oh but, my god, yeah. yeah. Can you explain um, debt to income ratio quickly? You think is that something? Yes. Okay. Yes. So the quick answer is total money coming in versus total money going out. Yep. That's your debt to income ratio. And when you have credit card <clears throat> payments, that's considered debt. Correct. So credit cards, car payments, uh, student loan payments. Anything that you have to put a social security number in to actually get, that's most likely going to go on your credit. And we only look at, a lot of people get nervous because like uh, uh, you might go to, like student loans is a huge one. You might have a huge student loan, but your payment on it is actually really, really small. But people get nervous. It's like, oh, I owe $100,000 on my student loans. But their payment's like $10 a month. So that's the calculation is the $10. Exactly. Okay. I'm using whatever your monthly payment is on it. Yeah. That's what we take into consideration. But if you've got like six credit cards with like $300 yes. payments on each, that's $1,800. <laughs> yeah. And then, wow, I just did that math quick. That was good. That I'm was impressive. Impressed. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And then your income's coming in. Mm-hmm. So if your income's not, you know, the 80 to 20 ratio, yep. good yep. luck. So... 
your credit score does matter. It does. Keep them payments low. Keep the payments low. But keep the credit score high. Keep the credit score high. Yeah. And save. Save. And save money. <laughs> and talk to professionals. We're yes, three in. Three in. I don't even remember what four was. Four. Yeah, I know, right? What was four? We did. You know how we prepared for this? We sent one text message. Like, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. All right, you ready to go? Do you know where you're going? Yep. yep. Okay, see you then. Sold. Let's do it. <laughs> and that brings us to tip number four, which is going to be keep continuous work and keep the full-time job going at mm-hmm. some extent. But there is a myth. There is a myth in lending that you yep. have to have the same job for two years to get approved for a loan. So Tyler, debunk it. It's not true. It's, it's not, not true. true. You do not have to have the same. It is a very common, it's a very common myth that you have to be employed by the same company for two or more years, yep. which is not the case at all. Um, many, many times you can have a job change within that two-year period. The, where the myth comes from is that when you fill out a loan application, it does take a two-year work history mm-hmm. into consideration. So if you've switched jobs in between that time, if you've had school in that time, it doesn't really matter. It just takes two years of consecutive history. And school counts. School does count. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just, just have to follow. educated. Yep. Transcripts. You're good okay. to go. That's a lovely. Yep. I feel like so many people come to me and they're like, I can't get approved because yeah. I don't have two years. But there is, isn't there a situation where if you go from a W-2 to a 1099, there's some trickiness, right? Yes, yes. So for all of our influencers out there. That is that is 100% true. Careful. Yeah, so there is a, it, there's a slight caveat to the two-year history thing, right? Because ideally you want to stay kind of within the same type of work, okay. I guess. So if you're going from a W-2 job to a W-2 job, maybe you're in a W-2 sales and you go from another W-2 sales, that's totally fine. Even if you have a slight change in like if I'm a, you know, I don't know, if I'm going from two different industries, Mm -hmm. sometimes we can get away with it. Sometimes there's questions involved, but it's case by case. But yes, going from self-employed to employee or employee to self-employed, that becomes kind of wonky. and it's more going, f- it's it's transitioning from being an employee to being self-employed that's really, really wonky because self-employed income is calculated differently mm-hmm. and that you actually do have to have two usually a two-year history. Yeah, because we're going to go off your like tax returns. Or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So when I was transitioning to real estate, because I was trying to buy, I was going to buy a house. Yeah. I decided I'm moving because, you know, I'm all <laughs> over the board. <laughs> um, I was like, I can't quit my W-2 job yeah. because I don't have two full years in my 1099. So mm-hmm. I was like, I got to hang on to my W-2 <laughs> until I buy a house. Yeah. And then I'll drop it. But yeah. Yeah. I've heard of some influencers online posting about like trying to invest in real estate and them having mm-hmm. issues because they don't have the two year of like yeah. sum of money and yeah. it's all over the place. So. And I, we've gotten away with it every now. Like it, de- it really depends. On, it's a case by case, but we have gotten away with Again, it. Again, talk to a professional. Talk to a you professional. Never know. You never exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> tip number one, baby. Yes. Always comes back to that. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that would be like tip number four is really just um, just try and stay consistent though with what you're doing. What happens quite frequently, especially after you've done the pre-approval process, I've had this happen so many times and it's always a pain in the ass. Is someone gets pre pre approved and they start shopping for homes, they get really excited and they're like, "Oh, I'll just I'll take off work early today to go view this home." Don't do that, yeah. because what happens with that, especially well, in certain situations, it's gonna hurt your income calculation. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's always super frustrating when you're pre approved, but then you take like 
a week off to go look at homes and all of a sudden now your income is lower and now you don't qualify for as much. That's really frustrating for us. See, us. That's a good tip that I'm learning. Yeah. I know it's super important too. Once you get in contract, like, yeah, don't do anything. Don't do anything. <laughs> just go to work. That's once, you, that's once you're about to be a homeowner, but yeah. just go to work, Go to work. mind your business, sit at home. Don't do any, look out the window. Don't buy any large purchases. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> talk to me before you buy anything. <laughs> yes. Talk to your professional again. <laughs> Consult with them. Yeah. I did. Sorry. Side story, but I did have one person and, and it's, I have one person like say like they called me up and it was really cute, but they called me up and they're like, I got to buy groceries this week. Like, is that okay? And I'm like, yes, that's okay. You can totally go buy groceries. Like, that's totally See, fine. See, that's like when people are like, they don't realize how much you talk to your lender. Like, mm-hmm. you literally feel like you're like dating them or you're dating oh, your realtor yeah. when you're like in contract because you literally talk every day. Yeah. Like every day. Yeah. And people really underestimate that. But the fact that someone calls you about groceries, like, uh, it, that's yeah. proof. Yep. That's oh, proof it was you're going to talk every day. Yep. And that's it's really it's so funny, funny because and we and I'm sure you've probably told clients this too, but like there's moments in a transaction where you are gonna absolutely love us, and there's moments where you are absolutely gonna hate us. Yeah. But you have it even worse than me though, because yours is on the money side. So it's like mine is usually like negotiation <clears throat> stuff where yeah. it's like, sorry, we can't get this repaired. But yours is like, you know, actual like big number money most yeah. of the time where it's like well, and a lot of times too, yeah. And a lot of times like the real estate agent, like the agent and the buider are going to have more face-to-face contact usually. Yeah. Yours could be completely virtual. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't like doing completely virtual, but it could be, and yeah. it's, it, I've done it before, but, um, it's so wild to me because what'll happen is like the buyer will might give you some stress, which then comes back on me and then the buyer's giving me stress. So I'm kind of getting like two different sides, pressure yeah. points, yeah. but it's all good. We're all I'm here like, to help each other out. Yeah. <laughs> I need that shit right now. Why is this loan not closed yet? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. It gets a little chaotic for yeah. sure. Anyways, back on track. I feel like yep. I, I am, I don't have ADHD actually. My brain scan showed that I had no symptoms oh. for it. But I feel like I'm all over the place always, mm. and whenever I film, I feel like I get all these <laughs> tangents, and then I'm like, I must have something going on in my brain. My file cabinets are. I think was full. it was it in was was it you in your last uh, last episode? You were talking about how like successful agents have a little bit of that. Is that? I don't know. Or did I hear that somewhere? I heard that somewhere. I don't know. I probably would say that. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it I somewhere. Say. Yeah, like there's something like that. Like um, like I don't know. There's been some sort of study or whatever that like a lot of really successful agents have a little bit of like ADD or ADHD or something like that. Like so much stuff is going on at once. Mm -hmm. To balance different personalities. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You literally mold yourself to everyone you talk to in a certain certain extent. Yeah. I try not to completely. (laughs) I try not to too. Because I just like to be myself. Yeah. And I don't want to work with you if you don't want to work with me. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, So bringing it into our last tip. Yeah. Tip number five. Probably our closest to home ownership tip, right? Because you're getting to a point now where you're like, okay, I'm kind of ready to buy. My finances look good. Mm -hmm. I talked to someone. Yeah. I'm either pre-qualified or pre-approved. Now it's really important to keep your wants, your desires, your needs separate Mm -hmm. and understand that you're not going to get 100% of what you think you're going to get on your first house. Like, yeah. You got to accept like 80% of your wants and needs and like be okay with the 20% missing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it happens, I mean, it happens all the time where someone says like, you know, I want, I want the perfect house. I want the perfect house. And I'm sorry, but you're probably not going to get the perfect house. And if you get the perfect house, there's probably like plumbing issues or something under under the ground. Right. Exactly. (laughs) There's going to be something that you don't even see. Yeah. 
And that's why I think it's so important. Like if, if you can set, like uh, my recommendation would be like set like the, your, your absolutes, like your top, I don't know, five, five items that you just can't live without. Mm-hmm. And then everything else that falls underneath that, like just, if you can try and get as much as possible, great. Yeah. You know, don't settle necessarily. It also depends but how quick you're searching for a house true. because like you got to work with what's on the market right now. Absolutely. Or like whatever off market things I have. Like yep. sometimes Absolutely. like you don't really have an option, you know, maybe there's literally no houses with a pool on the market. Yeah. Like, is that really something you want so, so, so bad that you're going to delay mm-hmm. home buying for six months? Like, yep. I don't know. That's yep. up to you. Yep. Or maybe you want that really re- like the the beautiful remodeled kitchen. <clears throat> maybe you find a home that's like $20,000 under your budget so you can spend $20,000 on the do kitchen yourself, or something yeah. like that, you know? And it's not like you need to do the labor yourself. Like right. hire someone. Yeah. <laughs> I have contacts, you have contacts. Like, exactly. Yeah, I, th- I just think we always, I mean, this happens everywhere in life though. You get in this like one train thought and you're like, this yeah. is what I'm going to get. This is what I save my money for. <laughs> this is what I've wanted like all of my life. I'm going to stay yeah. on my little lane. But like, reality is that never happens maybe when you're buying a car because maybe but even that i don't know i don't know yeah (laughs) i guess yeah i feel like you never 100 percent get what you want yeah i mean maybe the car because like you could go to a like a a dealership might have like seven but they'll ship you out to like canada's dealership right yeah they'll ship one in for you yeah Yeah, exactly i can't ship a home from idaho here right yeah Yeah. i feel like a car maybe but yeah i just think I think it's because we get our hopes up so much, right? Like you mm-hmm. work so hard to buy a home. It's such yeah. a big investment, such a big purchase that when you get there, you're like, I want everything to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's almost worse when things are all there except for like the underground things like sewer or plumbing or the roof or like mm-hmm. these big foundational things because you're like, oh my God, it looks so perfect. Yeah. But it's missing such a big piece. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not in the real estate world all the time, you don't really think about a new roof. Like, you don't drive by streets and, like, look at roofs and be like, oh, shit, that roof's old. Like, I do that shit. And I'm like, no regular humans looking at roofs while they're driving by on a street, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I did did an open house. And it's so funny, Nick, now that, like, I mean, I guess maybe it's on the professional side of it or whatever. But I did an open house and... um, the like the electrical had been redone the plumbing had been redone wow. they did an all new hvac system like all this stuff that like you don't like it's not yeah. the like the glamorous stuff. stuff yeah but like being the professional and like the house needed some some updating TLC. for sure yeah but just knowing that all that crap was done, I was like sitting there like, I want it. This is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, guys, you don't love this house? Yeah, but I, like, you know, it's so funny watching people come in because then they're like, like oh, this is the floor, blah. And you're like, yeah. but the electrical. <laughs> but you never have to worry for like yeah. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like second, third, fourth home, t- home. Can I speak? Fourth time home buyers, <laughs> they understand that they're like, yes. okay, I've I've actually replaced the roof myself. Like, I never want to do that again. Right. So like, they kind of get that. Stuff. Right. But it's always the first time home buyers that are like insane yeah. about stuff like that. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, come on. Yeah. And come and that's on. that's true too. Like, I mean, more the more homes that you buy and sell, the more things you're gonna figure out. Like, oh, I hate I, doing I, that. Right. I can do this. I hate doing that. Yeah. And then your priorities change. So yeah. yeah. I guess your list. Your list, your 80-20 list changes after that, too. It does, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, you know what you want. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a super important tip when you get close to home buying. Absolutely. once you've got your finances, and that's another thing, like knowing that you have money in the bank, you're like, okay, I can fix these things Mm -hmm. to make this house the perfect house that I want. Yep. So your tip five almost doesn't matter if you get tip number two and three 
spot on, right? Exactly. Because then you're like, oh, I'll just money in the bank there. Yep. Like you're investing in your own place then. Exactly. Exactly. All, you're making it's it all your full own circle. Home. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> home ownership is possible. You just it totally is. You gotta prioritize it and make sure it's right for you because it's not gonna be right for everyone. Yeah. And I think nowadays everyone's like, especially realtors. Yeah. Loan officers are sometimes heavy on social media, but not really. But realtors will push home ownership like no other. Oh yeah. Like yeah. it's almost annoying. Like sometimes <laughs> I get I get realtor stuff all the time and it's like Rates are dropping. Buy a home. Rates are dropping. It's like, honestly, shut up. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to buy a home. You know, okay. So tying off that real quickly, though, a bonus tip, sort of, <laughs> is going to be that I, uh, there's, at least on my end of things, right, everyone's, the biggest concern is like rates. What are rates? Always. What are rates? What are rates? And, you know, rates are dropping. Oh, but honestly, I've I've seen it almost in almost every single transaction I've done that what the right time to buy is when you, when you are feel ready and when the right home pops up. Who cares what the rates are at that point? You can always refinance later. So bonus tip is just talk to a professional. See, it always comes back to you. Yep. It's a gold nugget. Exactly. And just get yourself set up because yeah. you never know when that just the right opportunity presents itself. Yeah. And like you pay such big interest on your credit cards, right? Like oh 23 God. to 29%. <laughs> yeah. And no one bats an eye. Yeah. Like in the end, they're not that high. Yeah. Like it's not going to make or break you. The monthly payment is what matters, which is mm -hmm. why you want to talk to someone because you can navigate your home purchase around the monthly payment. Like, mm -hmm. okay, like this is the range we're going to look in to keep you in this monthly payment range. Yep. It's going to fluctuate a little, but like there's ways to navigate the rates. And I just think it's such a headline to be like rates, 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 oh, rates, yeah. rates. Yeah. Like everyone wants to know the rates. And I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. I actually <laughs> thought of a really funny social media post that I'm going to do this weekend when I see my friend because uh -huh. I'm going to make her take the pictures of me. But it's going to be at the, about the rates. So Ooh, I'm going to I'm gonna pull on that headline just for a second. Just I can't for a little wait. content. Yeah. Hey, and that's fine. That's all. But it's all like good. They but... all do that. Oh, it's yeah. Like I mean, everything I'll, I'll is do like that too. Rates, rates, rates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it. the question, but I'll, I'll pull off it too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's all you get asked. Yeah. And honestly, I get asked that too. And I'm like, I'm not a lender. Don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know the rates because you guys give me the rates. Yeah. And it's it's just like, it's like, it's so frustrating. Like, I'm not, oh, this is a side note. I'm inventing now, I suppose. But <laughs> it's just so frustrating on my end of things because there's so many factors involved. Like, just yeah. asking, what are the interest rates? It's like, well, I don't know. What's your credit score? How much money are you putting down? Yeah. What, do you, what do you do for work? Like, what there's, program? Right. What program are you using? Yeah. Like, there's so many factors. Is it a primary? Is it an investment? Like, yeah. It's no, actually <laughs> insane how much stuff goes into it. And I yeah. think, like, that's why it's so important to know your own situation so detailed because mm -hmm. you have no idea what your rate's going to look like until you show your information to a lender. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I think it'll be around this. Yep. And then it's not even set in stone. <laughs> yeah. Even when you offer on a house <laughs> until the rate's locked. Yeah. So yeah. You have to be in contract in order to like. <laughs> this is you when you go to sleep every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please, nothing crazy happened in the world. No, my last <laughs> transaction, I was like, praying when they would do that. I was like, drop, 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 drop. Because they were like $50 over what they wanted. Oof. And they were like a little bit unhappy with mm -hmm. their payment. And I was just like, drop, 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 dropped. It dropped. Oh, I was like, yes. yes. So the little things in life, you know? Yep. 
the, we were gonna we were moments. trying not to talk about rates but i know i know sorry it's, <laughs> it's okay my fault. we had to no i think i might have brought them up so. that's all right it's okay tangent yes as always <laughs> as every episode is is there anything else you can think of that you really want to talk about with home ownership hmm um just i, I just say that you know uh, home ownership is is a really really valuable and important thing and when it really comes it's it's not for everyone i mean I and I'll, I'll i'll say that i mean and you mentioned that you know there's a lot of agents out there that are really pushing for home ownership, and that's that's our livelihood. That's, that's what we do. Job. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I I'm a firm believer in home ownership. I think yeah. everyone should have the opportunity to buy a home, but the reality is is that it might not be for everyone, or that this might not be the right time or location. But I really do think, though, it's coming back down to tip number one. But <laughs> just just having somebody that you can talk to, yeah. whether it's an agent, whether it's a lender, whether it's a team whatever it is, just somebody that you know that you can talk to about yeah. it. And you want to be able to have open conversations with Absolutely. this person. It's not like you don't want to DM some random person online and be like, <laughs> blah, 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 give me yeah. an answer. Like you want you want to talk to someone that you know has your back, has your best intentions because there's so many people in the industry that do some shady stuff yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. And it kills me when I see people working with those people because I'm like they have no idea like how little – their professional cares about like their situation and like what's going on. Yeah. But if you find someone that you can be so open and honest with and be like, this is actually my credit like mm-hmm. situation. What the fuck do I do? Yeah. Like I am this much in debt. Like how the fuck do I reverse this? Yep. That's so valuable. Yep. Like, and it doesn't even matter if you end up using one of us, right. Or right. like end up buying a home ever. Like it's the fact that there's someone that's actually going to educate you on these things that you want to know. And exactly. that's our job. Like, yep. My job is not to close the deal every time. Like my job right. is to help you figure out what's best for you and then like see where that leads us, right? Exactly. And like exactly. maybe I just become your fitness instructor. I don't know. Right. <laughs> like I was gonna I was gonna say I was gonna say I don't know. For them. Yeah, maybe you come over to my house and I make you a cocktail. I don't yeah, know. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask you too, like, has, have you, as I was, one of the things I was thinking about when you were saying that is like that, um, almost like building a friendship with yeah. your, with your real estate partners, that's, that's kind of like an unsaid perk, I think. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've like kind of befriended some of your past clients. I've got a few that like I, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, whatever, but, um, like building that friendship just, I mean, it makes it so much easier if I get a text at midnight from a friend instead of, right. Yeah, exactly. I will go out of my way for my friends. And so like, that's like something that if you can build that relationship. Yeah. Which is, I think super cool on your side because lenders are a lot, a lot of the times behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. like realtors kind of have to be like front facing a lot of the time. So it's cool to hear that from you that you like end up being friends with a lot of your clients because I try to, yeah, I do too. (laughs) I I mean, I am like such a social butterfly. Like that is literally why I got into this business. I was like, Oh, I think I'll do well. Like I like talking to people. I don't know. I love houses. Like I went to open houses when I was little, like Mm -hmm. that's it, you know? And so I think at the foundation of everything, like that's literally why I'm here is to like meet people, I guess. So like, I love when people reach out for questions. Like, I had a girl DM me off TikTok. I thought it was a scam. Mm-hmm. I thought it yeah. was a scam. She DM me off TikTok or texted me off TikTok because my number is like in my bio. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd love to talk to you about like buying a home. I'm a first time home buyer. I don't know the process. And so I was like, I get scammed a lot. Well, I don't get scammed, but try people try to scam me a lot, yeah, you know, yeah. which is like the industry. <laughs> yeah. And I like replied and I was like, what time works for a call? Like, I'm not even going to text this person. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to call them. Yeah. And she's like, 
I'm available, blah, 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 whatever. We hop on a call. She's like a legit ass person. Mm -hmm. And I actually think you talked to her. Um, She was renting like down in Elk Grove, blah, 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 stuff you guys don't need to know. She ended up, I think she talked to you. I'm like almost positive it was you. And she ended up not buying. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to name her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she ended up not buying. It wasn't in her card. She She was like, I'm, she called me again though. And she's like, I'm like thinking about changing careers. I'm not really sure what I want to do. Like, I'd love to hear what you think about like working in real estate. Mm. And I like went and got dinner with her and like, yeah. we just like chatted over dinner and like we had appetizers, whatever, like hung yeah. out. And like, I was just like, I had this like full circle moment. I was like, it's so wild to me that I'm like, this girl DM me or text me off TikTok. Yeah. She wanted to buy a home, <laughs> decided it wasn't right for her, and now I'm, like, sitting with her, like, if she wants to get into real estate. Yeah. I'm, like, this is, like, so weird, but that's literally, like, what I love the most about this job. And then I have friends, like, from the gym team that, like, mm-hmm. I talked to someone the other day, and I was, like, helping her if she wanted to get into real estate. And I was, like, brutally honest about it. Mm-hmm. She's, like, yeah, that shit's not for me. <laughs> I was, like, perfect. It's, like, yeah. cool. Now you know, you know? Yep. So I feel like there's just so many so many things you can learn from your clients. And oh, 100%. And I don't even want to call them clients because, like, it doesn't matter if you buy. Partners. But, part, yeah, whatever whatever they are. <laughs> Business like, partners. There's so much you can learn. So much yeah. you can learn. I mean, it, that's so funny, too, because, like, uh, there was one of my clients. Love her to death. She's one of my one of my favorite clients I've ever worked with. And she sent me a referral. I mean, in kind of a similar it. thing sort of worked out where we talked. It just the situation, she had some other stuff going on, and it just ended up not working out at that time. But I thought it was so funny to me because when she referred her over to me, she's like, oh, my God, yeah, she's great. She's a friend, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, yeah, like you guys know each other. So I started asking her like, oh, how do you know her? Whatever. Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't I've never met her. We met on Instagram. Like we're oh we're, we're part like of the same. Friends. Yeah. She's like, we're like part of the same like real estate group on Instagram or something like I don't even know oh how it God. works. But yeah, like, they were like, yeah, like all we've done is message each other on Instagram. And then she referred me over. I it was like, that. I was like, what? It's crazy. It's crazy. I have like a whole, I just joined this group um, like a week ago. We're going so off topic. I just joined <laughs> this like agent referral thing. So there's like oh, one yeah. agent in every city Ooh. of every state. And okay. like we meet every Tuesday morning on a Zoom call at 8 a.m. Like, and we have a different topic every week that we talk about, but it's uh-huh. like all social media. Like we all like, like each other's TikToks and like promote each other's stuff. And like, yeah. it's all social media based, but it's like, so it's such a community and it's, it's cool being on this side and like seeing the benefits of like just being in the industry, and, oh, like absolutely. what you get out of it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I've met so many crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> so many people. <laughs> that that crazy, would be crazy, good, crazy, bad. Bye. <laughs> That's it for the episode. That'd be a fun bonus episode. It's like oh, yeah. the all the crazies and all the stories and. Oh. I'd be scared. I'd get canceled. <laughs> That's like charting the social media waters. I'm too scared to chart. Patreon only. Yeah. I'm still swimming (laughs) in the soft water. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, I think that's all we got for you guys today on becoming a homeowner in 2024 or beyond or maybe never because (laughs) as you heard us talk about in this episode, it may not be for you. So I can't think of any other tips that I have that are like super gold nugget tips that I want to give right now. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll do another episode eventually, and maybe we'll do more a specific, like, first-time homebuyers, this yeah. is what you should be doing. Investments, this is what you should be doing. And whatever you guys, the people want, let us know, and we'll bring it to you guys. Absolutely. Until then, Yeah, bye. thank you for having me. Bye. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs>